Grace, mercy, and peace be yours today from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Today's message is based on the gospel text, and especially this verse, Herod's reaction to Jesus. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. Thus far our text. Well, Herod's got some irony. Quite the opposite of Jesus, actually. Now, Jesus associates with the weak and yet is powerful. Jesus, who was afflicted by the whims of others, was able to deal with those difficulties in a God-pleasing way. Herod, flip that over. Herod, who associated himself with the nobles, military commanders, and the leaders of Galilee, Herod, who associates with the powerful, is actually weak. Herod, who seems important, ends up cowing to the whims of Herodias' daughter. Herod, who is exceedingly sorry for the death sentence issued to John the Baptist. Herod, who cowed to the whims of Herodias' daughter, presides over the death of another for his own gain, because of his oaths, because of his guests. He did not want to break his word to her. You see, though, Herod could not see Jesus. Herod thought it was John the Baptist, resurrected. The conscience of Herod was terrified. In our gospel text today, the first three verses is actually the end of the story. The first three verses is the conclusion that it begins with. King Herod had heard of the ministry of Jesus, for Jesus' name had become known. Some said, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. But others said he is Elijah, and others said he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But Herod, when he heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. King Herod, whom was drunk with power, is now inebriated with terror. You see, because a terrified conscience makes unreasonable conclusions. A terrified conscience sees ghosts. A terrified conscience is haunted. Herod was not the only one with a terrified conscience. Others thought Jesus was Elijah. Without a clear conscience, it seems you cannot see clearly. Others thought Jesus was any one of the old prophets. Unreasonable conclusions are made by unclear consciences. 
And the opposite is true. Reasonable and true conclusions are made by clear consciences. How then is a conscience made clear? Well, we begin with our flashback after the conclusion, beginning in the next verse. For it was Herod who had sent and seized John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because he had married her. But remember, Herod's conscience was terrified. Why? For John had been saying to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. John the Baptist was just preaching the same thing to Herod that he had been preaching all along. From the first chapter of the same Gospel of Mark, John appeared, baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Herod's terrified conscience and, well, foggy conclusions were a result of unrepentance. He simply could not see Jesus. And King Herod, it says, even heard John gladly. But when he did, he was greatly perplexed. He was at a loss. He did not know what to do. In other words, Herod knew what John was saying about his sin was true and correct. It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So rather than repent and seek the forgiveness of sins, those sins were bound to Herod. And it terrified him, knowing that John was a righteous and holy man. Herod knew what John was preaching. John was preaching the word of God. And John the Baptist, in his life, he worked no mighty miracles. He had no family. He had no place to call home on this earth. In fact, his entire life prepared him for a ministry that would last a year and a half. And in proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, he was jailed. In preaching law and gospel, he was jailed. And under an unjust arrest for speaking the truth, John knew exactly what waited for him. He knew what was coming. After all, it was John who said, Christ must increase, but I must decrease. Lambs are for slaughter. And John was the forerunner, the forerunner to go on the way that Jesus himself was to travel. John knew it wouldn't end well. When John's disciples heard of his execution, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. We also learn in the Gospel of Matthew that those same disciples that buried him went and told Jesus. Why? Because that is what John taught them to do. Go to Jesus. Hear from him the words that sustain when all else fails. 
John the Baptist, the greatest man born of women in the natural way, the last prophet of the Old Testament, John the Baptist, suffered an innocent death by the hand of a terrified man whose sins were bound to him. And John never stopped pointing to Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. The forgiveness of sins is a clear conscience. You cannot have one without the other. Without forgiveness, sin and terror remain. But with the blood of the Lamb, sin is gone. Terror is wiped away from your conscience. As far as the east is from the west. How do you have a clear conscience? Well, John was a righteous man. Simply put, he believed God. John had a clear conscience. And John was the forerunner in giving the answer. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John, as a forerunner to Jesus, in other ways as well. For John, his end comes at an opportune time for Herod. Jesus' end begins at an opportune time for Judas. John and Jesus both were arrested and bound. What John preached put him in danger with Herod. And when Jesus said, I am the Christ, the Son of the Blessed, people spit on him and mocked him. John and Jesus, they were both held in custody by leaders. Leaders, Herod and Pilate, who unsuccessfully tried to save them. Both Herod and Pilate yielded to pressures to destroy John and Jesus. And of course, John and Jesus were both buried by followers. But John was beheaded. You know, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Shall we then look to John anymore? No, he can't clear our conscience. And what else happens when you look to John? He points you directly to Jesus Christ. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Behold, the Lamb of God who clears your conscience. Jesus Christ, the firstborn of those who sleep. He's a forerunner of the resurrection. Christ raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. The Father, who also points to Jesus as he is baptized by John. This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. Jesus Christ puts onto you a white robe of comfort to give you rest from a heavy conscience. With the forgiveness of sins in your baptism, with the forgiveness of sins in the Lord's Supper, and with the forgiveness of sins declared to you by Jesus himself, 
your conscience is clear, and Christ binds himself to you. And you shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. And with your clear conscience, unlike Herod, you will recognize him immediately. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.